Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. We had a party for Dad on Saturday for his 65th birthday. Great turnout. Appreciate all the people that came out. Had a really, really good time. Just awesome time. So, and again, thank you for the emails. I've, you guys have sent me a lot of emails and told me to forward them to Ted or tell Ted as far as telling happy birthday. Thank you for all of those. So, yeah, Dad, happy birthday. Welcome to 65. <laughs> well, Austin, 65 kind of feels like 25 to me. I mean, I tell you what, I'm really blessed because my brain is still working at 100%. But guys, think about it for a second. You know, what we're doing here is, hang on, I'm going to get a sip of water. When, you, when you're younger and you basically eat clean and you do what's right, it takes about 10 years for the aging process to set in from where you were. <laughs> Excuse me. It's like it takes like 10 years for a tumor mass to form in a breast tissue. Like a one-inch tumor in a woman's breast takes 10 years to develop. It takes a long time. Also, take this for a second. I've got a cough for just a second. Hang on. Got it. Yes, and so one thing that he has done very, uh, very well, and I'll give Dad this credit, is, I mean, as far as the training and the diet and, you know, being as strict as he has been over the years has helped out significantly. So, again, awesome stuff, great weekend. We're continuing to watch this nonsense charade unfold now with a blatant theft of a election and the media completely and totally ignoring everything that's happening and turning around, which we didn't expect anything different from them, did we? Uh, but it's wild for me to see the blatant fraud. I've researched it for the last three or four days. I mean, hours looking at stuff. And, I mean, it's so blatant. There's a video somebody sent me out of, uh, I think it's Pennsylvania, and this guy who's a poll watcher walks down into this, like, kitchen basement break room, right? And the voting, the counts, excuse me, the basically the, the upstairs is where they're counting the votes, you know, like the legitimate place. We goes down there, and there's this lady sitting at a table with two boxes of ballots, and she's basically counting votes down there at a table by herself. Nobody else is down there. There's another lady, like, in the corner of the room eating dinner, eating lunch. And the guy goes down there with his phone, he's like, um, what are you doing down here? She goes, oh, I'm, I'm a volunteer. And he goes, well, I'm, I'm a poll watcher. And she goes, are you recording me? And he said, yeah, I'm recording you. And you tell she's notably frustrated as soon as she sees him recording her. And he goes, are you not following any type of procedure? You're just down here by yourself counting ballots with no supervisor? She goes, well, we, we were running out of room. He's like, so you just come down here by yourself? And it didn't really, it, it didn't make any sense. And so we're starting to see more and more of this happen. But again, the media is refusing to even acknowledge it. In fact, you guys saw this on Saturday. They went and called it for Biden. Oh, Biden won now. He won. We're just going to ignore everything that's happening. So, again, the lies are not going to stop. We have to continue to expose what's going on and continue to push this that's information, this truth out there. And so, yeah, I mean, and what, what, what do you, I mean, what do you, I mean, we knew this was going to happen, Deb, but I mean, did you expect to have this much blatant fraud and just, I mean, in our face, just slapping us in the face all week? Uh, yes and no. But now, really, let me finish my first thought I had before I started. What happened, I was eating a bite of eggs when Austin called me on just a second ago. No offense, I should have been done before I started the show. And that's why I kind of choked a little bit, so forgive me for that. But, you know, <laughs> I was, no, I was, I was talking about, 
health choices and health decisions, it takes like 10 years for the choices that you're making today to affect your health. So in other words, I'm 65 now, so what's affecting my mental acuity and my health right now is what I did at 55. Are you guys listen to me? This is really important this morning. And, you know, everything you do is about a decade behind because the body's very slow to replace cellular structures, to replace arterial structures, because your body has to continually replace cells. But if you give it the right nutrients, <clears throat> it'll replace itself and rebuild itself on a continual basis. Now, this is the problem that a lot of people have. They'll do something really, really bad when they're 55. You'll start eating a whole bunch of junk, and nothing really happens to them, or 45, or 35. And all of a sudden, 10 years later, they start having high blood pressure and depression and diabetes and cancer and all the other things. Now, depending upon a child's, a child's diet, this can happen very, very young. If a person has a <clears throat> really bad diet when they're a child and they're eating a lot of junk food and getting a lot of vaccines and you're drinking a lot of coffee or whatever they're doing, all right? They end up in a situation where by the time they're in their late teens or early 20s, they start having serious health problems, particularly if they're eating foods like diet sodas and coffee and pepperoni pizza <clears throat> and foods that contain sodium nitrite. They can end up coming down with brain cancer. And, I, and I've seen that. I've seen, you know, 20-year-olds come down with brain cancer. You know, I mean, talking galil tumors, which are basically extremely malignant. And I've had multiple friends die from diet sodas who basically continued to eat <clears throat> and drink diet sodas all the time. And then we just had a pastor, a person that I know, who's had a massive heart attack, had a whole bunch of stents put in. And his whole life has been a life of excess and eating and obesity and everything else. So when you say, I can't believe this has happened to me, it didn't happen to you the last week. It happened to you the last 10 years, the last 20 years, the last 30 years, the last 40 years. This is why it's so important to basically stay and eat clean all of the time. It really is. And again, I also want to thank all of the listeners who came to the party on Saturday night, all the people that drove, <clears throat> some of them, eight, ten hours to be here. Uh, one young fellow actually flew all the way down from Kentucky. And so all of these people that have been here at my parties and who supported Health Masters, supported me over the years, I thank you. I really do. And Sharon did a karaoke thing. It was so funny. She actually got up and sang in front of everybody. And it's the first time in, you know, 37 years of being married that I heard my wife sing. And she was actually pretty entertaining. I actually had a great time at the party. And I had one of my friends was here, and he's basically a, a pilot. <clears throat> and he really, you know, isn't a committed Christian. And I told him, I said, this is what you can do when you come to a Christian party. You don't have to have alcohol to have a good time. I, well, I just want to mention that to you guys. I mean, we had a, <clears throat> a string quartet here. I mean, I kind of pulled all, this, all the plugs out for this one. This is a big deal for me on the 65th birthday party. And so, again, thank you for your support from Health Pastors. Thank you that you allowed us, you know, the support you've given us over all of these, you know, 40 years that we've been in business and that you guys listened to the show. I, I had the opportunity to, again, pray for you this morning. And I, I'm so blessed to be part of your lives, and I really do consider you guys to be family. And I had one guy here, his name was John. Uh, he's a roofer, great guy. He had his, had his fiance with him. And uh, I looked at his fiance, and I was talking to John, and I said, Now, you tell everybody that you were at the party, and you tell them that I'm exactly the same <laughs> in person as I am on the show. I don't do that air stuff in which you say, Oh, I'm one way one time, one way another time. I'm always the same. 
I told my 17-year-old daughter this morning when I was having another discussion with her as far as being a teenager, I said, you're going to find out that I'm just flat. My personality is always the same, which is good because you guys get consistency from me on that. So thanks again. Now, as far as the election nonsense, did I expect this? I told you guys six months ago that these Kabbalists basically see everything as an energy field, that they see everything as illusions, that they do everything you know they possibly can when they get under the sign of Scorpio and Mars, which I don't believe in that kind of stuff, but they do. And I warned you that October, November was going to be a, a poop show, and it is. <laughs> it's, it's as big as I thought it was going to be. And it, guys, it's just getting started. I'm letting you know that right now. Once we get the courts involved in this and the Supreme Court involved in this, and all of you guys remember what happened with Al Gore and Bush back 20 years ago, it went on for like 37 days. You know, and Christy Nome from South Dakota said, hey, look, we gave, you know, Al Gore and George Bush 37 days to figure out who this winner is going to be. We need to let the courts decide this to make sure it's done right because we are trying to maintain a constitutional republic. And, and one of the and truer words were never spoken from Greg Kelly. Now, this is he, he's like, you know, one of the owners of Newsmax. And here's what he said. Now, he's kind of telling you what's happening. He goes, Everything you're seeing tonight, this is during the election, is an illusion. Okay, you've got Kabbalist wizards here creating illusions. Even the term president elect is an illusion. Okay, I thought that was really interesting. He was saying that. Now, you see, what we have to understand is this there is no president elect. Even the term president elect is a media fabrication. We don't have a president-elect until the electoral college come and they nominate a president-elect, and that happens in sometime next month. This is still in dispute. Constitutionally, though, nothing significant has happened at this point, and we need to understand that. But he said it's an illusion, and this is what the Kabbalists do. They create an illusion, like Austin said. On Saturday, they came forward and declared, the media did now, not the electoral college, the media declares that President, you know, Biden now is president-elect. And, you know, almost immediately, Benjamin Netanyahu, <laughs> you can't even make this stuff up. The guy is such a snake. He comes up and congratulates President Trump for winning the presidency. Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu waited just 12 hours before congratulating Biden, you know, what was happening, you know, with the election. He said they looked forward to working with Joe and had they been friends for many, many, many years. Now, you know, this is just crazy. I mean, here he is, supposed to be, you know, Donald Trump's best friend. You know, Donald Trump's, you know, got his face on the back of a coin, you know, with King, you know, Cyrus. And, and now Donald Trump suddenly gets thrown onto the bus 12 hours later by Benjamin Netanyahu. But, oh, yes, but wait, we got to stop for just a second, right? We've got to realize that Benjamin Netanyahu controls through basically Shabbat Lubavitch through the Kabbalah, 60 of our senators and congressional leaders, I mean, approximately 60, it changes, you know. And so here we have, you know, Benjamin Netanyahu, who pretty much, according to James Trafficken, runs the United States as far as through Israel, congratulating Trump. That's kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, another thing we find, too, is this. We always, it's often said in order for black magic to work, the controllers need to inform you of their intentions before acting them out. Uh, Hillary Clinton, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden have dutifully told you what they're going to do. I mean, Biden just last month basically said we put together the biggest election fraud group in country. 
I mean, he, t- he told us that on national TV. And, of course, he says, oh, by the way, it's just a uh, slip of the tongue. I didn't mean it that way. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that we have to watch. And you guys, because you listen to this show and because you guys are really, really smart and you read a lot, you understand that this is what these clowns are doing. But this is what they always do. In fact, Judge Jean, she was going to straight call out the election fraud, and they canceled her show on Fox the other night when she was going to do that. On Saturday, they stopped it. In fact, she was going to basically, you know, call them out for spewing their anti-Trump propaganda. This was this, this was promoted. This was put out by the Gateway Pundit. I posted it on the Healthmasters website. And so we need to realize that Fox News is again a Kabbalist-controlled organization. Carlton Tucker is controlled opposition, guys. All of this group from Fox is completely and totally paid for by the Rothschild boys. And we need to understand that. And once we understand that, then it makes more sense. By the way, the California judge now has ruled that the, the, that, that the uh, governor of California has basically overstepped his authority by issuing these you know, unconstitutional orders about the lockdown for COVID. In fact, California governor communist Gavin Newsom for the past eight months has imposed some of the most abusive and authoritarian COVID measures via executive orders. Newsom is a tyrant who has completely bypassed the state legislature and unilaterally locked down California with 57 guys, 57 executive orders. California residents have been suffering under Newsom's iron fist since March. California state lawmaker Kevin Kiley sued Gavin Newsom and a Northern California County judge rebuked Newsom in a nine-page ruling on Monday. And now they're saying that basically he can't do this, you know, without proper legislative authority. So all of this stuff is slowly working its way back through the system. But guys, when you have judges out there that will overrule this other judge when it gets appealed or whatever they're going to do, you realize the importance of the judiciary and the importance of federal court judge appointments and how important it is that we have a proper president in there who's going to put the right guys in, which we haven't had for a long, long, long time. By the way, the British Army right now, this is, this is nutty, is beginning to starting, to be, starting a new protocol to begin testing and barcoding children at school this week without parental consent. Yes, they're going to start basically (laughs) taking the uh, cattle and locking them down with brands, which is going to be a barcode. As thousands of people in the U.K. this past weekend protested the new COVID lockdowns, the British Army is planning on rolling out a massive new COVID testing initiative in the city of Liverpool this week, seeking to test a half million people in a program that will be rolled out to the entire nation if successful. As part of the initiative, the letter was sent out to the parents of the school attending Broad Green International School and know their children be tested by the military even without their consent and then be basically given a barcode, like stamped on them. This is insanity, guys, that this is actually happening right now in the world. But again, remember, <clears throat> I was speaking to Terrence yesterday. He was here at the house. He'd come to the party, came back over yesterday. And I told him, I said, if we understood the level of hatred they have towards us, because they don't consider us to be humans. They consider us to be like a Neanderthal subhuman. This is what the Kabbalists, they actually believe this, guys, if you can get that through your consciousness, because it's so hard to think like that. They consider us to be a human. They want to kill 90% of us, and they want to enslave the other 10% to serve them. This is the goal of this this group, this death cult, this Shabbat death cult. And once we understand that, 
then it starts making more sense why they feel this way. Now they want to barcode the sheep. They want to brand the cattle, starting with the children. And this is the extent of their resolve and their unbelievable just just callousness towards other human beings, which they don't consider to be humans. Like the other day, I was on Saturday, I was blowing off my driveway, and I had some ants out on the driveway, and I just blew the ants away, you know, with a blower. Didn't care about the ants, just blew them away because they were in the way, and I didn't want them biting anybody. And that's how they see us. They see us as an ant or a diseased rat with leprosy or whatever. They want us gone. They want us off the planet, and they want us gone. That's how much they hate us. And once you understand that, once you get that and you realize that's how these people think, these Kabbalists, then it starts making more sense. I had a, another young fellow here the other today, yesterday. He was, was a young guy that Alexis is dating. He's like 19 years old. And, and, and we were talking about, you know, the power of God and the power of prayer. And, and I told him, I said, look, I said, without Jesus Christ, without the sacrifice that he did for us, you know, we're in a mess. And it's the power of God. It's the power of the great I am. It's the power of the Lamb of God, the Prince of Peace, the Counselor, the Good Shepherd. It's the power of Jesus and the great I am which has delivered us from this. So I want to come out to you guys with a message of hope this morning. If you enter into God's rest and you allow him to fill you with his Holy Spirit and you ask Jesus to come into your heart and you ask him and you accept him as your, as your Lord and Savior, he will give you the peace that passes all understanding. Even in these turbulent times. Because here's the deal. We survived the gay Kenyan and his transgender wife for eight years. Now, don't get me wrong. It was nauseating. I mean, it was really awful, to be honest with you. But, you know, we got through it. And the eight years went by. And, you know, Donald Trump's done a lot of stupid stuff over the past four years. And we've survived that, too. You say, well, we'll never survive a Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, you know, election, you know, presidency. Well, I think we will or would. But I don't think that's going to happen. I still think that Donald Trump's going to win in the Supreme Court. I, I told you guys he's going to, he was going to have a landslide election in his favor, and he did. And it wasn't if it wasn't for all this cheating and all this ballot fraud, you know, he'd be president-elect for four more years. You guys know that. I told you that. I mean, this is ridiculous. We've seen it now. But the reality is, is these Kabbalists who basically want you dead. Now, think about it for a second. Benjamin Netanyahu is a Kabbalist. Yeah, he's Shabbat. You know, and he's basically... You know, worships that snake. He's a Satanist, is what he is. And that snake in the grass within 12 hours congratulates Biden. Where is the loyalty? And here, and here, and hence, here's the rub. You have anybody in our Congress that's a dual citizen with another country. I don't care if they're German, Israeli, Russian, French, Chinese. It doesn't make one bit of difference. Where is their loyalty if they're dual citizens? That has to be changed, guys. We've got to get these dual citizens, regardless of where they're from, out of our legislative process and get them out of the doggone Congress and the Senate because they have no loyalty to the United States, just like Benjamin Netanyahu, though he's talked to Trump all the time, had absolutely no loyalty to Donald Trump. You know, Putin and a bunch of the other people from the world now, they're not issuing any congratulations because they're waiting to go through the legislative process. But oh, not, not to snake Netanyahu. First thing he wants to do is to thank Biden. What an absolute disaster. Ugh. What do you think, Oz? No, and always remember, too, with all this election nonsense that's happening right now, just everything, the whole circus act, I mean, it's really what it is. It's a clown show. And it's sad that our constitutional republic has fallen to this level of just embarrassment. 
and we're watching it. But always remember what's going on now behind the scenes with everything. While this whole election's going on, this whole this whole nonsense fraud, everything's gone on hold now as far as talking about anything with COVID and the vaccine. Everybody's noticed that. Everything's getting ready to roll out very, very soon. I saw an article that just came out this morning from General Gus Perna, who talked to 60 Minutes. He's the general that's heading Operation Warp Speed, which is the largest and most expensive vaccination program in history with over $12 billion invested already. The production, he said, is already underway with doses stockpiled awaiting approval by federal regulators. He said logistics and production were not the concerns that keep him up at night. He said, and I quote, my concern is we get vaccines to the American people and they don't want to take them. Shame on us. Pew Research poll conducted in September found about half of U.S. adults would not get the COVID-19 vaccine if one was available today. In May, the figure was 72%. Once the FDA gives the green light, the vials of vaccines will start rolling to stores and pharmacies, with most states planning on giving the first doses to healthcare workers and frontline service employees. Now, here's something that I did not know from Pfizer, which you guys, if you guys saw, Pfizer, the stock market exploded. It's up like 1,200 points this morning right now because Pfizer just released that their vaccine is 90% effective. Now, they're not talking about any of the side effects or issues, but they're saying it's 90% effective, and so the market's rallied. Now, here's something that nobody's talked about, and I pulled this up. This is directly from Pfizer's information that's been released. They said the Pfizer vaccine requires two doses, 21 days apart. <laughs> so not only have you shot with it once, you have to get shot with it three weeks later. And the vaccine at all times, unless being administered, must be stored at negative 80 degrees Celsius, which is 94 degrees below zero Fahrenheit. The issue with this is very few parts of the U.S. have suitable cold storage facilities that can handle the vaccine being stored long-term at that temperature. You think about that for a second. Negative 94 degrees. I mean, how is this not going to be an issue? So here is something that may come about. I'm just coming up with this right now, and I'm just saying this off the record. There's a high probability what they're going to do with this is they're going to say if there's any issues, if there's any problems, they're going to say, well, guess what? This one batch wasn't stored right. This is why so many people are getting sick from it. We'll go ahead and make sure we fix this. Remember what happened over basically in um, oh, it was either India or the Philippines, wherever it was, just recently, or South Korea, I think. All these people started dying from the flu shot. Over like 25 people had died in just like two weeks from the flu shot, and then they said one of the batches had not been stored properly. These compounds are unbelievably toxic. You have to remember that. They put all kinds of nasty stuff in these vaccines. That's one of the reasons why they have to be stored at that temperature all the time. So I don't know where this is going to go right now. I do know that they're getting ready to roll this out. The FDA has already implied that they're going to green light it here in the next few weeks. Pfizer already has the vials manufactured. They're in stockpile right now in the freezers. And now they're basically saying that the vaccine's effective. So all this is happening right now. And again, the election is making sure it's covering all the news on what's really happening as far as with the election. Be aware and realize what's coming next because these vaccines, I talked to one of our 
listeners at the uh, party on Friday or Saturday. And they said, you know, my concern is that they're going to try to force people to get this vaccine by, you know, essentially mandates and regulations and restrictions. I said, yeah, I said, that's probably what's going to happen. I said, they're never going to do a, a door-to-door, hold you down on a gurney and inject every single person. I said that, first off, as soon as they started doing that, it would turn into a full-blown bloodbath. And not to mention public relations with the United States it would, would go to crap. I mean, you couldn't, there, there, there would be no remnants of anything left in this country if you tried to do that. So they're not going to try to do that. What they're going to do is they're going to mandate it, and then they're going to slowly, slowly condition the public into getting it by removing and taking away certain things we can do and making other things more and more and more difficult. Look at what they did with the mask and how many people now just blindly follow that. Look at how many people still walk around outside by themselves and wear a mask, sit in their car with their mask on, and drive by themselves with their mask on. People still doing this, even though the CDC has blatantly said the masks are not needed unless somebody's infected. They do not protect you under any circumstances. They're there to help stop transmission if you are severely infected and you're coughing and hacking. And that, it just slows down as far as the length of how the droplets can spread. It's like covering your mouth. Understand how many people are still following this crap. So it really makes me question how many people are probably going to line up and say, you know what, I'll get the vaccine, I'll just get it. And we already see it ready to go here. But something's very strange with this stuff right now. And the fact that it has been so secretive and so covered up and nothing is being talked about as far as the details of it, and there's there's definitely something going on with this, Dad. And now that Pfizer basically is already in full production mode, they're going to have this thing rolled out very, very soon, in my opinion. Well, don't you remember, Israel told us back in February they had a vaccine for COVID. They already told us in February. I, I, yep. We were like the only show that I know that reported on it. We actually posted the article up. I mean, Israel said, we have the vaccine. Well, there's no way they put a vaccine together in a month. And this thing's been planned out. And now you got to think about something. If this thing's being stored at like 80 degrees below zero, okay, that means this product is extremely reactive. I'm going to repeat that. It's extremely reactive. It's not inert. In other words, the only way they can stabilize this and then start the reaction side of the bottle is to freeze it. They don't want it. To, they don't want you to have it. In they don't want it to react before you see it before it does what it's supposed to do. They want it to react in your body. Now think about that for a second. I guess they'll bring it to room temperature, pull it out of the vial. I mean, I don't even know the logistics. How are you going to go to Walgreens or Walmart or to pharmacies anywhere? They don't have storage facilities for minus 80 degrees. Now they're talking about having to ship it out in dry ice with, you know, liquid CO2. Probably throwing liquid nitrogen next just to prevent it from reacting inside of the vial. What the heck are they planning on putting into us? I mean, think about that for a second. What are they putting into us? By the way, Breitbart had a lead story this morning. It was so strange. About 39 House Republicans asked Bill Barr to ensure integrity of voting and accounting process. And then I went back to it like a minute later, and it was on the top right-hand corner in a little bitty sign. And then I went back to it like a couple minutes later. It's like the bottom of the page, like about to go off the doggone chart. Now, what the heck? Remember, I talked to you guys about this on Friday. The attorney general is the one who's got to bring charges against this. This is the same guy that basically covered up the sniper at Randy with Randy Weaver, who blew Randy Weaver's wife's head off. 
this is the guy who got this guy off instead of going to prison for just killing this woman standing there holding a baby. I mean, this guy is neck deep in cover-ups. He's a complete and total deep state operative. So we've got to ask ourselves a question. Why did Trump put him in the office? I mean, why did he do this? Now, 39 House Republicans are asking Barr to ensure that the election is held properly. You know, they penned a letter Friday to Attorney General William Barr asking him, what's he doing to ensure the integrity? That's my question. Is What's he doing to ensure the integrity of the 2020 presidential election amid allegations? He says, while each state runs its own election process, the United States Department of Justice is ultimately responsible for the integrity of federal elections. The American people must have the utmost confidence that the outcome of a presidential election is legitimate, the letter said. Representative Bill Banks, Republican out of Indiana, a staunch Trump administration ally, tweeted about the letter on Saturday. He says, I've joined 38 of my colleagues in writing a letter to A.G. Bill Barr requesting he investigate claims of voter fraud and make sure only legal votes are counted in this election. Now, we haven't had any response from Bill Barr as far as what he's going to do. Even, they even said that the U.S. Marshal's Office is available to ensure that judicial orders are carried out. When it comes to federal elections, it should not matter whether those judicial orders come from a state or a federal court. For example, if a state orders that the observers can watch ballot counting in a federal election, no local election official should be able to defy that order, they wrote, and put people into the basement to basically count ballots and to fill out ballots and basically create voter fraud. They asked Barr to immediately respond to the following questions. What are you doing to ensure integrity? And will you commit to using all the resources at your disposal to ensure that only legal votes are being counted and being counted in a fully transparent manner immediately? Now, of course, you know, Barr's being silent, kind of like Jeff Sessions was, and they're really not doing anything because they really don't want to say anything, I guess, to get involved in the legislative process or the election process, which is insanity. I mean, how in the world can we have a man who's the Attorney General of the United States come back and say, hey, it's not okay. We basically, you know, you know, aren't going to do anything. We're going to sit here and just watch it. And on Friday, I also reported on the story with Steve Penacek. You know, this guy is CIA. He's probably also Mossad. And Penacek is like the rest of these guys. And he appeared on a big talk show on Friday and started talking about these watermarks on these ballots. And, you know, a lot of blowback has happened since then because he said the election, he said the arrests were going to start immediately, like on Saturday. Of course, nobody got arrested. And I told you guys, I said about 50% of what he says is true. The other 50% is just straight lies. I mean, he even twists historical facts. I mean, the guy just twists stuff, twists stuff, twists stuff, twists stuff. Remember, he's CIA. Never forget, he's also a psychiatrist. And so he's always doing stuff to mess with your head, always saying stuff to mess with your head. I completely and totally distrust him. And I think that he's really basically a kind of, well, just use a common vernacular, pooped on himself with what he did with this thing when he was on the Alex Jones show on Friday when she was talking about how these, these, these watermarks are going to be used. In fact, personally, I think the watermark story is designed to keep you on the couch, okay, just like Q was, waiting for someone else to save you instead of fighting the fraud. You know, there's several reasons why the watermark stuff is fake. You know, here's an agreement from 2016 for California. Each state has its own ballot printing regulations that must comply with federal law. You can look up your state's ballot printing regulations easily, and yes, there are federal regulations too, but they serve as guidelines for the states. The feds don't actually print ballots. If the feds wanted to do the watermarks, they would have to seek the cooperation of every single secretary of state and every single state in the United States. Well, yeah, that's not going to happen. It's not going to work that way. 
you know, they send the papers out to printers, but the states contract with the printers, and they're printed to their specifications. So to say that the federal government has printed all of these ballots and got all the state attorneys to do all of this, and it's all been made secret, and nobody knew about any of this, and it's a giant sting operation that Donald Trump's initiated, is horse hockey. That's all it is. Now, so what we're doing, and why they're doing this fake watermark story is simple. They want patriots to sit on their couches and their butts and not contact their state legislators, not contact their governors, not contact their representatives in Congress, and certainly not contact, you know, Attorney General Barr, because they want us to do what they've taught us to do in the past four years with Q, and that's to sit down and shut up, okay? That way, you're not going to show the real evidence of the real fraud in the districts with more votes than voters, 130,000 last-minute ballots all for Biden. This is open fraud. It's all caught on tape. And the ballot connection with fake, post, fake postmark stamps. All of the real evidence is there. But they don't want you to think that. They want you to think that all of this stuff is a giant psychop being run by Q, or by Donald Trump or Citibank, who was running the Q phase thing. I told you about that a couple of months ago. And here we are. So this is basically going to put <laughs> Pachanek on, I hope, everybody's fake list. I mean, again, the guy will tell you 50% right, and then he twists it. And gosh, he's good at it, too. He's so convincing. I'm just being honest with you. Steve Pachanek is really good on camera, and he's very good. He has been coached and taught by the absolute best. But guys, don't believe any of this junk about these watermarks. I don't believe a bit of it. There's no way that we coordinated with all 50 states through the Attorney General's office, through the printing offices, to do this, and that Trump set up a giant sting that nobody knew about. What do you think, Austin? Yeah, I, I said this on the show last week when we brought this up. I said, I'm really on the fence with it. I said, I'm kind of 50-50 with it. I said, if it is true, that would be fantastic. But again, what you said, you're talking about insane levels of logistics dealing with all these ballots and getting watermarked. I mean, you're talking insane amount of logistics because all the states are essentially independent. Each state has different rules and laws and ways they handle some of this stuff. Now, all of them have to meet certain guidelines and federal requirements, but they all do things a little differently. So you're exactly right about that, Dad. If, do I hope it was true? Do I hope it came about? Absolutely. But again, it really, and I said that last week, I said it, it's rubbing me the wrong way because it's making me feel like it's another one of these Q things. Oh, trust the plan. Don't worry. Trump has this huge sting operation. He's going to bust everybody. Now, do I think there still needs to be a full-blown investigation? I think some of our senators and everybody else are going to push to look into what's really going on with the fraud. Yeah. And that, that does need to be done. But, you know, when it comes down to watermarks on, you know, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of ballots, however many they did, I mean, uh, I don't know. It's a pretty sketch to me. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. China now has become the first country to put a 6G satellite into orbit. Now, if you guys recall last year, I did a whole article, a whole show on it. Not a whole show, about half a show on 6G. And I told you, I explained to you guys how 6G is essentially stair-stepping off 5G. One of the main reasons why 5G was mandated and forced by the FCC, and it was rolled out so aggressively, and essentially we were forced to accept it whether we wanted it or not, 
because we needed a little bit faster internet, right? That's what they told everybody. And it wasn't that at all. It was the infrastructure basis. 5G is a military weapons-based platform. Now, the thing about it is, though, 5G is not the end game. I explained to you guys how 6G was the main goal to get rolled out. And so what they're saying is now, because remember, 5G goes off 5G millimeter wave frequency. 6G goes to the terahertz frequency. Much, much, much stronger, much more aggressive. And they're saying the Internet would be 100 times faster than 5G. Isn't that funny how you always hear about all this stuff? But with 4G, oh, oh no, we got to get 5G. 4G's not fast enough. Now 5G comes out, and they go, well, 5G's just not fast enough. We need 6G. 4G was plenty fast. I mean, golly, anything's better than dial-up. I mean, you know, it's, this whole thing's ridiculous. But what's interesting, if you look into 6G, what it's designed to do is to create an Internet of Things. That's what 6G is. And what's crazy about it is the technologists at Finland University of Aluhu, they had basically announced back in 2018 the funding of the first program called 6Genesis, which is an eight-year research program to conceptualize 6G under the auspice of the university's Center for Wireless communications. They said 6G will allow imaging techniques that will identify any person or moving object. This intelligent, immersive infrastructure will support low latency, virtual reality, augmented reality, and seamless telepresence. And if that doesn't sound quite ominous to you, I don't know what else to tell you. And I went into detail about 6G on what they actually want to do is the microchip, the chip that Elon Musk has talked about, the Neuralink is what he refers to it as. It is a chip, a wired chip that goes basically into your brain. And what they want to do with 6G is tie this in so you can actually see your phone and project things in your eye. So you can sit here and you can see it but you don't have to be holding your phone or looking at your phone. It's augmented reality. It's very, very creepy stuff. It's real sci-fi, but it's coming about, and that's what 6G is designed to do. They want 6G rolled out, fully implemented, fully rolled out, operational before 2030. It's their, their goal. They've talked about this as far as the University of Finland. So I want to kind of bring that out there that, you know, this isn't stopping. The 5G is just warming up. Uh, we haven't even seen what type of side effects we're going to continue to have from all these individuals, especially by these towers close. I've already heard from numerous people that in rural areas, they have not been happy at all with some of these things where they just put these towers up, and uh, they're doing it. They're doing it as fast as they can do it right now, and it's ironic that it all started to roll out unbelievably fast right when everything shut down during COVID. So there was very little backlash, very little visibility, and very few people actually saw what was going on, except for some of the listeners and myself and other people. I got, I got dozens of emails from people when all that was going on with COVID. They said, dude, every time I turn around, I'm driving, I see another 5G tower, another 5G tower. I said, oh, I know. I said, it's ironic they're putting them up right now while everything's basically shut down. And so, again, just be aware, this is starting to roll out very, very rapidly, and you have to decide how far you're going to allow this technology to go. Because remember, everybody has the option to consent. Everybody has the option to basically go in and engage with this type of material. This is why I've told people, don't be putting Alexas in your house. Don't be putting all this smart stuff in your house, all these microphones and trackers and cameras and watch everything you do and analyze everything you do and listen to everything you do inside your home. No way. 
And I mean, this is why I've told everybody to do the best you can still with supporting local companies or companies that go with your guidelines, that meet, you know, what you want. That's why I've told everybody to stop dealing with Amazon. Amazon now, they got an ad they just put out now, garage door delivery. You basically give them your... Go your code, your code, your garage door, or you can unlock it yourself. You know, on your phone app, and they Amazon delivers it right into your garage door same day. Amazon is being poised and set up to be the global retail monopoly. I guess nobody else has figured that out but me, because I see Amazon trucks driving around my neighborhood and around Auburndale now, literally eight, nine, ten hours a day, nonstop. They just drive back and forth, 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 back and forth. Everybody goes, oh, it's fine. No, it's, it's not fine to me. You will not see me ever buy anything from Amazon. I'm not going to sit there and give them my money. Because they are being poised. This is why. How do you get a $600 million contract to house CIA cloud servers 10 years ago? Huh? I never got that option. I never, got, I never heard about that. I never got to put in an offer in on that. I mean, who gets that? And all of a sudden, they explode with growth right after they start housing the CIA cloud servers? Give me a break. This is what they're planning on doing. The same thing with the 6G and this, uh, this virtual reality they want to bring in. You have to decide whether or not you want to participate and whether or not you want to engage with this stuff, and you have to make that decision. But I just wanted to bring that up out there again, that 5G is not the standstill, and it's not the last thing. 6G is rolling out now, and China's already got the first satellite, which means 6G will be here in the next few short years, Dad. Well, Trump's been promoting 6G, too, and 5G. I mean, this is what he's done. Yeah. I mean, you know, we want to pretend like he's the end-all, be-all of presidents, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. But the, but the reality is that we know we have a situation now where, you know, in this election process, we're all standing against what's happened, not because we necessarily support Trump, but the fact that we try to maintain the republic. We're trying to sit here and say, look, if Biden wins, okay, whatever. Trump wins, okay, whatever. But don't basically... Okay, I gotta say this. I gotta. I, it's hard to say and not be crude with it because it's, it's, it's from the outlaw Josie Wells. I'm so I'm gonna paraphrase it. He's talking to a general who basically wants to have a bunch of the soldiers from the Confederacy killed after they surrender, and he he looks at the general and he says, "I'm gonna paraphrase it. Don't urinate down my back and tell me it's raining." That's what he said because he says I know better, and see that's where we all are right now. We all know that this is just smoke and mirrors, and they're doing all of this stuff behind the scenes as they obfuscate our reality. And now they want to put in 6G, which could, I guess we could you know, probably generate holographic images if they wanted to. I, I imagine yeah. they'll do anything they wanted to do. I mean, if they're talking about what they're talking about with Austin talking about now, that way they can control you. That way you could enter into the hologram. You could enter into a different reality if you'd like so that your thoughts can be made evil all of the time, just like they were in Genesis chapter 6 for the people who lived there. And Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be upon my return. We're getting closer and closer and closer all of the time to the return of Christ. We really are. you know. And so this is what's all interesting about all of this stuff. Let me tell you what's going on here in Central Florida. I had a friend of mine came to the party on Saturdays, a medical doctor and a chiropractor, and he, he's the one who flew in from Kentucky. I've known him for 20 years, approximately. And he said they got to the Orlando airport, and, you know, they've got A terminal and B terminal at Orlando. I mean, Orlando Airport is one of the largest airports in the world, and they have A terminal and B terminal handle all the flights and all the influx coming in from all of these different countries, you know, to go to Disney World. 
And what's interesting, he said the entire B terminal is closed. It's closed. They're not even using it anymore. They spent hundreds of millions of dollars building it. It's just shut down. Done. All of the shops, all of the shops, he said, at the airport were pretty much closed. In other words, he asked one of the security people there, he says, how much volume are we doing through the airport now? She said around 20, 30% of what it can do as far as max. She goes, he said the whole place was empty. He said there was nobody there. Now, guys, every time I've gone to Orlando Airport in the past, it's a nightmare. And that's one of the reasons I even signed up on the TSA pre-check because I got tired of waiting in line for an hour and a half to go through security after you know 9-11 happened and after everything got locked down with these draconian measures and these stupid x-ray machines in which they want to basically examine every pore of your body inside and out unbelievably stupid never been shown to at least stop at least one terrorist attack on an airplane but Orlando's pretty much shut down and to even add more to the Dacronian measures at my party on Saturday there were two top executives from Disney and these guys are Christians and they're friends of ours and they've been friends for many 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 years and they're upper upper middle level management so they're not like in the top guys as far as the top 10 or so but they're upper level manage, mid, mid level management and they, they were also was talking to one of them and he said well you have no idea what's happening at Disney he says you know we've laid off almost everybody in fact these two individuals are on furlough they're laid off right now he says what they did a few weeks ago they had a man come to work he works at Disney another executive type person and they now have the sniffing dogs walking through the parking lots of the employees you know I'm talking gun sniffing dogs Remember, Austin has told you that he's been thrown out of Disney I've been <laughs> I don't even go there anymore because it's, it's, it's a nightmare it's like a nightmare from HE double sticks and you know what's it also had another friend who was basically the dog pointing him out and they walked over there and they escorted him and threw him out this employee was driving a pickup truck and he had been hunting the weekend before who knows what he was hunting probably dove and he had a couple of spent shell casings from a 12 gauge in the back of his truck now they were spent they weren't they weren't hot rounds they were like spent shell casings and he could have been hunting out of the back of his pickup truck and he had a couple of spent shell casings land in the back of the truck and the dog alerted to the spent shell casings in the truck Orlando police was immediately dispatched the employee was tracked through his tag number on who he was he was brought to the truck with by Orlando police fired on the spot and immediately escorted off of Disney property via law enforcement I kid you not this is from coming from mid upper level management at Disney that's how draconian this has gotten and guys when they turn this 6G system in this all of this stuff is fallen angel technology from the spaceships that they basically picked up in 47 and continue to work with these whatever these entities are they want to enslave the entire planet now they're putting barcodes on children like they're cattle or sheep or I guess swine I guess you barcode anything they consider us to be lower than humans so this is the group that's running the planet this is the group that's giving us this election nonsense this is the this is the group that told Benjamin Netanyahu to congratulate Joe Biden this is the group that has all these dual citizens in Congress this is the group that thinks the universe was put together by a snake in a tree they call ISOF I mean this is that group so you think, well, why doesn't anybody else talk about all this stuff, Ted? Well, I don't know. I don't know if because they don't understand what's going on or they don't want the blowback from it. I don't really know any of this stuff. 
But, you know, all of this stuff is happening to allow them to create this COVID narrative, these vaccines that have to be stored at 80 degrees below zero because they're so reactive. How, what are they going to do when they inject it in your body? Are they going to start reacting with all your cell structures that are taking over your body? Is this is it going to be nanotech? Is it, going to, is it going to take you and make you something else? Yeah, probably. But COVID is gigantic collateral damage. And, you know, now we're, they're trying to push in the Great Reset. But, guys, think about this for a second. When are we going to say no? And I really believe this vaccine, and I've told you this now for since January, February, this vaccine is going to be our acid test. It's going to basically say, are you going to allow these guys to turn you into a sweet duck? Okay. Are you going to allow them to hook up to your brain with nanotech because you got injected with a hyperreactive RNA vaccine that's changed you into something else? Yeah, changed you into something else. That's what we have to ask ourselves. What are we going to do? How are we going to deal with all this? By the way, Whole Foods now up in Canada, this is crazy. You know, they sell these little flowers, you know, these little, you know, from they were little poppy, little fake poppy flowers to honor the war dead up in Canada. And now Whole Foods has now attempted to ban its staff from wearing these little fake poppies to remember war dead. That's how draconian they are as far as we're not wanting people to remember what history is. Poppies, which became a symbol of the fallen after they sprang up across the torn battlefields of France and Belgium in the wake of the First World War, have been sold in much of the former British Empire to raise money for military charities around the Armistice Day for over a 100 years. But the U.S. headquartered Whole Foods now is attempting to ban employees from wearing the symbols of remembrance this year, reportedly on grounds that they amount to supporting a cause. I was basically told if they allowed this one particular cause, then it would open up the door that they would have to allow or consider allowing other causes, a whistleblower told CBC, the Canadian public broadcaster. I was in shock, actually. I was appalled. I couldn't believe it that we are no longer allowed to honor our war dead. Well, what do you think is going to happen, guys? You know, they, they don't want you to honor anything. They don't want you going to Disney World. It's not for you. They don't want you going to the movies anymore. It's, that's not for you. They don't want you going out to dinner. It's not for you. They don't even want you going to church. It's not for you either. I mean, all of this stuff is being done to push this giant lockdown. I mean, right now, Twitter and Facebook are suspending anyone who retweeted tweets about the implausibility of Biden's vote distribution. They're suspending them. They're pulling them down. I mean, all of this is the fight for the soul of our republic. The problem is, just like I said at the beginning, when it's 10 years ago, your health choices determine your health today. Guys, 100 years ago, when we allowed that syphilis-infected Woodrow Wilson to put in a Federal Reserve Bank in the United States, this is what we get 100 years later. This is it. The only way we can go now is to retrace all the way back to 1913 and get rid of this Federal Reserve Bank and start putting real money out there and basically invalidate the debt that they've created for the United States of America if we want to restore the republic. There's no other way to do this because these cabalists who own the Federal Reserve Bank are doing everything they can to bring in their new world order, their one world government, and their one world religion. Guys, I thank you all. And I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning for standing firm against this mess. I love you guys. I appreciate you. Also, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. As well said. And, you know, we were, we were discussing yesterday when I was over at Dad's house, we were talking about some of this stuff, and I said, I don't know.
long as we begin to see what's going to happen to the economy and all these businesses. I said, for example, the movie theaters are still pretty much all shut down. There's one movie theater in Lakeland that's open. Um, majority of them around the country that were shut down. I said, what are you going to do with these facilities? What, what, I mean, you got we got a movie theater with 18 screens, you know, and each, each theater inside, you know, can hold 100, 150, 250, 300 people, some of these big theaters. What, what are you going to use these for? I mean, you, you're going to have all this infrastructure now that's going to be useless. Because, I mean, the movie theaters are probably not going to survive this unless everybody's just going to get another gigantic bailout, which that, that may be the case. They may be doing this and roll another bailout to try to keep us further, 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 so far in debt under control. Remember, this is what they did. The bankers did in the Weimar Republic in Germany. They went in and they go and buy up all these infrastructure, all these businesses, everything they could for pennies on the dollar. Everything was being devalued from hyperinflation. So when you have the ability to pretty much print your own money and you have the ability to buy anything you want because you pretty much own the printing press, it is not a matter of making money off things. It's a matter of ownership and controlling everything. That's what they obviously want. Because, I mean, you know, like I said, look at Disney. I mean, Disney, you can't go to Disney. I mean, you can make like an appointment to go to Disney. You only X amount of people in. You have to wear your mask the whole time. If you take it off at any point in time, they ask you to leave the park. You can only take it off in designated food and drink areas. I mean, how stupid is this? And the sad part is so many people have still bought into this whole thing with the mask and the lockdowns and all of it. I told you guys that two weeks ago when I went to the mall in Orlando. Basically got thrown out of the mall. Told law enforcement this private property is going to be dispatched. Because I'm not going to wear a mask, even though I had a health condition, I told them. Doesn't matter. This is what their goal is, and this is what everything is starting to culminate to, as we've seen it now over the last year. It's all about compliance and forcing people to fall in line and follow orders and don't ask questions. The difference is there's still a huge percentage of the population, I think, that is not okay with this anymore. And we may have been duped with some of this COVID stuff early on, but I think a lot of people are starting to wake up. Even like I said, that research, they said 51% of the populace still does not want to take a vaccine. If it was brought out today, they're going to have to change that. They're going to have to figure out how to get more people on it. So again, this is why I continue to tell everybody, and so is Dad, find out where you stand with this and draw a line and hold that line. Once you have a conviction, maintain that conviction. There's nothing worse than somebody that basically says they're going to do this and says they're going to do that and never follows through on anything. That's not what we can be here. We don't have that luxury anymore. <laughs> so, again, thank you for the support of Health Masters. Thank you for getting this information out there. Thank you for forwarding our show. If you can't forward our show or somebody's going to get mad about it because it's too politically incorrect, at least look on the website and pull some of the articles and topics. I tell people that all the time. Forward somebody an article. Warm them up. <laughs> hey, look at this, man. What do you think about this? Because people want answers right now. I don't care who you are. I don't care what demographic you're in. It doesn't matter. People want some answers right now. People are frustrated. And it's notable. You can see it everywhere. People are getting really, really irritated, whether or not be from the election, but a lot of it's this whole COVID nonsense and the lockdowns and the mask and everything. People, people want some answers. They want the truth. And that's our job. If we know the truth, we have to get the information out there. That's why I brought up 6G again today. I mean, you're going to have low-latency virtual reality, augmented reality, and seamless telepresence. That's what 6G is going to be able to do as far as bringing out a fully immersive infrastructure. This is... 
This is what the plan is. Once 6G rolls out, they will be able to identify and look at every single person in the entire world at any point in time. That's what they blatantly say on here. The, the imaging techniques from 6G will identify any person or moving object. This is why they're rolling in the facial recognition software mandates due to COVID and all the contactless aspects now, being able to go on planes and stuff like they're doing right now already from Heathrow to New York. I told you guys that, what, I think 400 facial recognition checkpoints now, like stops, stoppers in Heathrow Airport. Every time you walk through, they scan you. You're not even going to have to have a plane ticket eventually. You're going to have to plan to. You're going to walk in. It's going to scan your face. You're automatically going to walk in. You're, oh, it's convenient. It's so nice. I can just walk in. I'm scanned. Guys, what level of privacy we're going to give up? What level of security and freedom? I mean, no more traveling freely unmolested on your way. How long till they roll that into the vehicle system, which is exactly why they're pushing the electric vehicles and the autonomous vehicles to tie into the Internet of Things, because that's the next step. The planes, the trains... All that are easy to lock down, and they're easy to control, and as we've seen, the vehicles are the last ditch, because when you still have the ability to travel freely anywhere you want in the country, and it's, there's still way too much freedom there. These guys want to lock it down, so continue to exercise your right, stand your ground and speak your mind, and hold your convictions. I appreciate all the support. Thank you for choosing Health Masters. If you guys need anything, be sure to give us a call. Email us, healthmasters.com. Lots of different specials going on, as always. And be sure to check out the product of the week that we have on sale right now, the potassium iodide. And also be sure to vote for what you want to see win next week on product of the week. Thank you, guys. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And I'll talk to you again tomorrow, as always.